The statements and theories expressed on Booze Clues are those of the investigators and not necessarily shared by the Geeks Under the Influence Network or associated properties, venues, and sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Please drink responsibly. We want you to enjoy the show, not be one of its headlines. Hello, my co-investigators, and welcome to another episode of Booze Clues Ice Cold Case Files. Tonight, we're going to be focusing on a story that's been making the rounds around the internet recently from 2016. You may have been seeing it uh, kind of re- refocused on on the uh, on the interwebs, on Facebook and Twitter. This is a story that comes from the 16th of February of 2016, brought to you by BBC.com, and this takes place in the Isle of Wight. The headline reads, Isle of Wight model triceratops left in the middle of High Street. I've uh, had this article sent to me by a few people not taking a look at the date because it was going around like it was a brand new story. But this is actually from 2016. And uh, here we go. A dinosaur was left in the middle of High Street courtesy of some, in quotes, drunken pranksters, it is believed. Thing is, this is a common thing with a lot of uh, drunken pranksters is to move shit around. Most of the time it ends up being a parking cone put on somebody's car hood, something weird and for no reason and it doesn't harm anything and people move on but this one actually caused some issues a 25 foot model triceratops had to be removed from high street in god god shill jesus that's a name uh on the isle of Wight after it was dragged from the jurassic garden first off i want to live in a neighborhood that has a jurassic garden that is fantastic and uh secondly that's a 25-foot model triceratops. So you know this thing is heavy. It has to be to be featured in a garden. So there was a lot of people involved in this prank. It's, this sounds like something along the lines of like a college prank. Owner Martin Simpson said he was shocked to see the model appearing on social media over the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. Uh, the dinosaur is part of Mr. Simpson's shop garden where he sells prehistoric gems and fossils. So... This sounds like the setup for like an indie romantic comedy from the UK where it's like Hugh Grant owning a uh, shop garden selling prehistoric gems and fossils. And then whatever British actress, it's the flavor of the week, comes in and uh, and is like, I'm a paleontologist and can I see your bones? And then love happens. Uh, He said it takes about five blokes to move the dinosaur a couple of inches. So it was definitely a concerted effort and drink was probably involved. I don't know. I think five blokes to move it a couple of inches. So you're talking at probably double that to make a move that quickly so that nobody noticed until it was in the street. I've seen some amazing things involved with drinking that moving a dinosaur into the street is not the most coordinated, I, I guess. He added he would now be securing the dinosaur to make sure the incident did not happen again. So he put the dinosaur on a leash, apparently. Uh, The photo of the obstruction was taken by Chris Hollingshead, who spotted it when he was driving home from work on Saturday morning and later posted a photograph on social media. That has got to be a jarring experience that you're driving down the road late at night and all of a sudden out of nowhere is a fucking triceratops in the middle of the road facing you. That uh, Also, imagine if you wrecked into it and it would be like a We Are Farmers commercial where it's like a guy runs into a dinosaur on uh, on the road. Yeah, we covered it. Staff from Island Roads, which operates road maintenance on the island, returned the dinosaur to the Jurassic Garden. Okay, so this is an island that has its own maintenance department. This sounds like a community that's pretty close-knit. So I'm assuming they kind of knew who this was, and were just kind of keeping their mouths shut, the local pranksters of the area. 
a spokesman said three of our staff attended the scene and placed it back into the garden from where it had been removed. Uh, the road was reopened within a short period of our arrival on site. So uh, fortunately, they were able to move the dinosaur with little issue, didn't cause any harm. Uh, but that's a lot of dinosaur to move on one's own. So I think the real investigation starts with just how many people were involved in this dinosaur hijink uh, situation. And I think it's got to be at least eight to 10 people because it's not a matter of just being able to move it, but it's a matter of being able to move it with such speed as to not be caught in the act. And uh, that does require more people. So I'm, I'm going to go eight to 10 people. And let's say it is a drunken, uh, drunken hijinks kind of situation. There's no real intent besides just being weird and dumb and drunk. Um, then there are definitely some suspects that people are being tight lipped about, which means that it's the children of well-off people in the area that committed this crime. It's maybe one of the kids involved is the son of the shop owner. It was getting back at his dad. Fuck you, dad. You know, I don't want to was a cool dad. And I got a dad that you know, owns a dinosaur store, which, you know, I think would be cool, but, or maybe there's just the kids in the neighborhood that always cause us issue, but it's one of those sad stories where it's like the alcoholic father and the abusive mom on pills. And they just know the kid's already in a bad spot and don't want to make it any worse for him by calling him in for dinosaur theft. And how do you even write that up? Or maybe just maybe it's a college kid that's trying to raise dinosaur awareness or maybe some sort of art artistic or uh, activist kind of statement of like, if we don't watch where we're going, we're going to end up like the dinosaurs. Eh? Eh? Maybe a global warming thing in there. Just a little. No. Okay. I think ultimately, yeah, this is probably a drunken hijinks thing. I don't think there was a lot of thought or intention behind it. This is basically a much ratter version of a coming out in the morning to finding a parking cone on the hood of your car, which I have had happen. Luckily, they placed it gingerly and it did not scratch the paint. So fuck it. I don't care. And fortunately, in this situation, no one was hurt. It was a minor inconvenience that definitely having made Instagram uh, was probably worth it for the people that saw it when it was out in the road. So I got to say, I'm cool with this. This is this is the kind of hijinks that I had appreciated and drunken silliness. And I'm glad that uh, that it's making the rounds again around the Internet. Uh, this is our story for the week for Booze Clues. Ice cold case files. If you have a story that you want us to feature either on Booze Clues live show, it has to be a story that happened within the last month. And uh, preferably one that or nobody gets seriously injured or killed. Those are a lot less fun to talk about on the show. We want fun hijink stuff. We don't want like sad, dead stories. Then go ahead and send that in to uh, geeks under the influence at gmail.com and uh, put in the subject line booze clues. Uh, you can also send in any ice cold case files that can be stories of drunkitude from history, from anything from a year ago to 300 years ago, whenever it's uh, stories that we want to dig into a little deeper stuff that needs to be revisited maybe after a long time. So you can send that in as well. Same way. And uh, also hit up our hotline at 804-505-4484. That's 804-505-4GY. Also hit us up on social media, booze clues, G U I on uh, Twitter and Facebook. And uh, let us know what you think of the previous episodes, subscribe, rate review on anywhere where you get your podcasts and come out to our live shows. It's every second Sunday in the dark room, which is in the second floor of the Hofheimer building in uh, Scott's edition in Richmond, Virginia. So come out, enjoy the show. It's free and it's usually seven to 9 PM. But if you follow our social media, you'll get more information on that 
anyway, as well as links to previous stories that we've covered. And um, you'll be the first to know when episodes come out. So, yeah, follow us on social media. We'll see you next time. I'm Mike the Hobbit, and case closed. GUIPodcast.com We are back for 2020's GalaxyCon happening February 28th through March 1st in the Richmond Convention Center. And uh, we've got six panels for you this time. We had five last time. We've got six for you this time. Five live recorded podcasts and a Adventures in Podcasting panel as well. The schedule goes February 28th from 5 to 5.50. We've got the Geeks Under the Influence panel. Six to seven on Friday is Smack My Pitch Up. Saturday from 4 to 4.50 is Geek Father. And uh, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. is Beautiful Disasters. That's going to be both showing a main feature film and then discussing it afterwards. They're going to be showing Space Truckers and then uh, showing both Space Truckers segments while talking about it and also segments of other films featuring celebrities that are at GalaxyCon. Then Sunday from 4 to 4.50 is Adventures in Podcasting where you can hear stories about our times uh, with Geeks Under the Influence doing podcasting, stories from other conventions, stories from recording, and insights, information, uh, helpful clues if, if you are interested in getting into podcasting yourself. Then, one of our newest shows, 545 to 645, is From the Mouths of Madness with my co-host from GUI, Lowdown Brown, and Fuck You, Hunter, as they discuss the favorite kills from horror movies, I believe, is their, uh, is their subject matter. So come out to the GalaxyCon and the Richmond Convention Center, February 28th to March 1st, and enjoy some Geeks Under the Influence live. It's free with uh, paid admission. Find more information at GUIPodcast.com or any of our social medias. We will see you there. <laughs>